From gamers to gamers. Bounty gaming. Oh, this is really exciting. Come on, for the formal, for the game, for money. I'm not a big, big gamer, but I do play. Try that was great. Welcome to Bounty Talk, a podcast brought to you by the fine folks at Bounty, an upcoming gaming platform. Here, we talk about all things gaming, cryptocurrency, and everything in between. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bounty Talk. This week, we actually have a special guest. We have Amos, aka Quatova. Is that I spell the name correctly? Did I say yep, it correctly? Perfect. You pronounced it perfectly fine. Quatova from Team Impunity. They're known for playing a lot of Inglory. In fact, last year, they're the team who actually almost... I believe you were one of the top four players, top four teams in the Vainglory World's Championship, right? Yep, yep. We got actually actually four place. Yeah, that's actually really proud. That's really awesome considering that this is a worldwide stage talking about we're fighting. You're fighting Korea, you're fighting America, you're fighting Europe, you're fighting all the big leaguers for this game. Yeah, definitely. So how do you feel at that time? Like, you know, when you know that you are going to be fighting against these guys before and after, what was your experience like? I've actually played in the 2016 World Championship, so I actually had a fair share of um, experience how it is to play against the North American teams. We didn't really manage to face off the Koreans in uh, the 2016 Championships. However, we were, we were um, able to have the opportunity to actually scrim with them. So we actually know that there are, um, both those regions, which is North America and Korea, is going to be very strong coming to the World Championship in 2017, especially based on um, how their season, regular season is going, where there's a lot of evenly um, skilled teams, which only means that the, the region is going to improve really fast because of how, um, closely, how close the skill gap is uh, between the players of the region. So... I'd say going into 2017, we were quite nervous. However, we had to go in with um, enough confidence to actually play these um, big uh, giants. For example, we played uh, Rock Samara, which was the previous world champion. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Rock Samara, they're really strong. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're supposedly super strong. And during the... Um, we actually... There are our opponents in the group stages. So actually, our group stage consisted of Rock Samara and Tribe Gaming. Tribe Gaming went ahead and became the eventual um, world champion this, that in 2017 and Rock Samara was the 2016 world championship. So um, I would say our group was the group of death even though most um, do not actually expect us to be because they thought the group D where TSM was at was the group of death but the true group of death was actually ours because Trap Gaming and Impunity actually came in pretty strong and even knocked out the Rock Samara, which is the reigning champions in the group stages. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So between all the playstyles that you face, I mean, you face the Americans, you face the Koreans, do these teams have a distinct playstyle when playing Vainglory that you can differentiate one of them from the other? Um, I would say from um, the 2016 World Champions, Championship, Korean actually had the hyper-aggression meta where they were playing like crazy aggressive and North America was just trying to mimic it. However, they weren't able to pull it off to close to as much success. However, in the 2017 World Championship, we actually observed that North America is actually the one that's carrying on the um, hyper-aggression, whereas Korean actually, Korean's uh, aggression actually died down and they are playing more safely and they are playing more calculated and skill skillful rather than just uh, spamming everything and 
um, basically investing all their resources into playing in the, into the early game. So North America was actually playing more of that style. So okay. yeah, they're generally super strong in the early game stages and able to uh, secure a lead such that they were able to even take down Koreans like how the Koreans played and eventually became the world champions. So how would you describe Impunity's uh, fighting style? I think our Impunity's fighting style is the most diverse because we can actually do both the early aggression as well as the late game calculated team fights. And because of that, we were able to adapt and we actually showcased four different types of um, team compositions that are drastically different that we actually picked up just the day before in our scrims. We just have to uh, see it and then we, are, we were able to pull it off and we surprised a lot of teams with that and we were able to move on to the semi-finals and yeah. We almost took down Ace Gaming who actually played super smart and actually used back doors even though they were um, severely outdrafted and out outmatched in terms of skill. They actually used the strategy with backdooring and they actually took us down in the semi-finals. So alright, now that we've known, established like, how you guys fight and how the rest of the world fights, now what is your what do you feel is the current meta for Vainglory? Now that we're in 2018, like, what do you see this game actually shifting off to? Are we looking at more aggressive hero types? Are we looking at more de defensive hero types? Or is there going to be a mix here and there? Now, 20, um, coming 2018, there's the new mode 5v5. Victory 5v5 is actually out. So that, is, that drastically would have changed the game. However, um, ideas such as aggression will definitely stay in the game because... To be able to constantly apply pressure to the enemy team and forcing them to play on the back foot can actually bring you a lot, a lot of good. And so from the recent, um, I guess the updates, on, because of the matches that we actually played, the show matches, we actually found the trend that the current meta so is definitely evolving. However, it's slowly revolving around um, the meta, which is also the early game aggression. And... With the map of 5v5 actually being so much bigger than 3v3, the Vainglory um, importance of vision establishment is actually increased. And because of that, um, vision and early aggression should be the meta, whereas um, pushing out and taking objectives to end the game should be the uh, mid to the late game part of the game. So it's like, the meta now is just early game, you just establish vision and you play super aggressive and you establish pressure everywhere in all lanes and even the jungle for example and then towards the mid to late game you push in with objectives and yeah okay okay all right now i gotta ask you personally as team captain what actually drew you to play vainglory in the first place oh Ving, this this is actually pretty funny because uh, my friends actually introduced me to play uh, Vainglory. However, I'm a person who usually only play games that I'm best at. So when I play a game, I don't stop until I'm the best at it, then I stop and move on to another game. However, Vainglory was slightly different because there was an actual scene, a competitive scene around it, whereas the other games I played usually... How long ago was this again? How many um, years was this back? Three and a half years back. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was really long ago when Vainglory just started. Like 2014? Yeah, it's in 2014-ish. Yeah. So at the end of 2014, I was introduced to the game. I was I picked up the game and I just wanted to be best among all my friends because of my competitive nature. Till I actually realized that the uh, spectrum of skill level is actually so, so much because this, I, this is the first mobile that I've actually played. The other games uh, that I play actually just have a leaderboards and leveling systems. Pretty simple stuff. All you have to do is get to the top and you'll be at the top. However, with this kind of games, uh, with mobiles, where the skill level is constantly, constantly increasing, I actually found, found it super intriguing. And because it's my first mobile, I took super long to get used to um, the ideas of mobiles. However, as I slowly get better and better, as my friends slowly quit the game, I remained in the game. 
and actually started to take it more competitively and finding a um, actually getting scouted out by the most competitive guild in Southeast Asia mm-hmm. and joined them eventually. Yeah. Right, the thing is, uh, MOBAs have been around for quite a while since the glory days of Dota 1 and then League of Legends as well. So, I mean, you, you're a learned person, obviously. You know a lot here and there. I mean, you know that Dota 2 and uh, League of Legends exist. Yep, definitely. What made you go to this game compared to the rest? Okay, so actually from when I was in primary school, my friends actually start playing League of Legends already and they actually want um, to play like alongside me. However, the problem was that my family isn't doing super well off, so we don't have um a, we, we, we don't have a computer ever since I was was like broken down and when I was just primary five around there. So I was I wasn't able to really try out Dota or uh, League of Legends because my friends actually started in primary six. Yeah. So around there and because of that I was always unable to join my friends even when I actually went up to year one, year two in uh, River Valley High School. I actually have friends who actually was continuing the League of Legends and even playing Dota and I mean mostly League of Legends. And when they ask me I don't really have like the device and equipment to actually play with them. So my school actually had uh, established a compulsory iPad rule so I was able to get it um through through the school and because of that I actually was supposed to use it for my learning device like as a learning device however during the holidays it was more of I used it more for entertainment and because of that I actually have access to Vainglory so mm. it's, I would say I didn't choose to play Vainglory however it was the only mobile that was like that was accessible it sounded like Vainglory chose you oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> who are your favourite heroes that you are picking for this year and why because we know that Vainglory is not like any mobile it lives and dies by the heroes and how they fight and how they play and whatnot. Yeah. So my four mo- uh, favorite heroes this um in this year so far are actually Sky, Reza, Vox, and Celeste. Okay, I know two of those names. Mm-hmm. I like Sky a lot. Yeah. yeah. The mecha and everything and okay. the fire and the straight arrow. So maybe just go into like a brief why yeah. they're why they're so green. Sky is super mobile, it's a mitch. It's basically a mitch that has um that you can basically shoot projectiles at people and you have to lead, basically lead your projectiles such that you're hitting it um, throughout the whole duration of using the skill to do the maximum amount of damage and you also have a skill that can allow you to position yourself around uh, from one outskirt of the fight to the other outskirt so it's actually super insane mobility on Sky so most people actually play this hero and use it as a very mobile hero however the accuracy on the, the skills are not yet to the point where you can actually smoothly land 100% of your skills and because I've played Sky since um, like about 6 to 7 months ago and I actually mastered the hero really well such that I'm able to basically align every single like point part of my damage and the mobility just makes, makes me unkillable that's why I like the hero so much and um, onto the next hero which is Vox so Vox is actually a max basically it's um it's an AD carry and it basically has a lot of mobility. So as you can tell, the heroes I like to play generally uh, this year is actually heroes with more mobility. And because of that, Vox is it when it, it can be built into both paths, both weapon and crystal. So when you build it into weapon path, it's actually super um, devastating into diving backline carries after like basically stacking up your damage against the frontline carries of the opponent team. Whereas if you build it down the crystal path, it grants you crazy AoE damage, such that if the enemy actually line up at 5, after stacking a little bit of your crystal power, one single ulti can devastate and basically win wow. you the whole fight. Yeah, so your ultimate is actually super useful when you're down the crystal path. For um, for the next two heroes, Celeste and Reza. So for Celeste, is basically a hero that I've mained and made a name for myself 
from over two years ago. So generally, it's a hero that I mastered two, over two years ago, and because it didn't change much, I'm still able to be one of the best at in Southeast Asia, oh, or awesome. even the best. Um, but most heroes that I play that I actually like playing are heroes that I'm actually either very good at or I'm, I'm basically the best in C4, and because of that... So what does Celeste's thing is? Celeste is basically something that can basically plant stars around the map, and every time you plant a star on, um, and the enemy is in the range, they'll take a burst of damage, and then if you, you can actually ignite the stars on the battlefield to actually do more damage, and you have um, a stun... Like setting traps, more or less. Yeah, and you have a targeted stun ability, such that... Um, not targeted, sorry, it's an aimed stun ability, such that if you can predict where the enemy is going properly and land your stun, you can actually follow up with your ultimate. Your ultimate is basically sending a storm, like a... It's basically called Solar Storm, and basically what it does, it hurls a bunch of stars at the enemy and does a lot of damage. Yeah, so the... Don't forget about Razor. Yeah, the, the very last hero, this is actually by far one of the most broken heroes to myself, is actually Reza, because um, the thing about Reza is that because of its kit and its frequent dashes, if you build cooldown into the hero, actually what it actually can do is that you, actually you can actually void the boots by, so you can actually save one item slot that you can invest into more damage or more defense. Now, one damage item or one defense item can actually play a very huge part into doing a lot more damage in this game. So, to me, Reza is basically one of the strongest heroes right now in 2018. Now, you've played this game for so many years. Do you feel that even after the release of the 5v5 mode, which I believe you're currently enjoying right now? Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think is currently missing? I mean, despite the fact there's a new update that happened already, do you think that Vainglory needs more? Do you think there's anything missing from the game right now? I'd, I'd, I'd say just... Um, improve on the heroes that are coming up, make them more high skill cap and yeah, introduce more high skill caps uh heroes that maybe have more mobility and stuff that you can use to dodge out skills or even um dodge out just basically position properly. So I'll I'd like to see more of these high skill caps heroes getting released and more interesting skill abilities, for example like maybe even um teleporting between two locations or things like that yeah okay if I meet up with anyone from Super Evil Mega Core I'll probably tell them this as well if you <laughs> haven't seen it yet <laughs> yeah, this sounds like really legitimate uh, you know it's legitimate like requests especially from a pro player like, like yourself now one last question how would you actually sum up Vainglory in one word and why I'd say I'd sum up Vainglory as water so basically um, I'll, I'll see Vainglory as a game that is ever evolving and ever um, flowing just like water so because of that um, there's actually a lot of things you can do in Vainglory everything is super flexible there's no um, specific meta that you have to stick to if you actually perfect another um, secret meta that you created yourself you can actually do um, you can actually do very surprising things with it and there's really no correct or wrong builds and even though there are meta builds where you can actually start building like very special things and still make it work and because of that I find Vinglory a very uh, flexible and interesting game and it's just unpredictable just like water alright alright then there you have it these are all the words from Amos aka Quartevoir from Team Infinity thanks again for coming down and you know having a small chat with us thank you for the chat alright so if you want to also check out more stuff on Bounty uh, just check it out on bounty.io slash blog 
where you can actually look at all the other podcasts that we've been doing as of now, as well as this one, which should be out probably this week, which is actually like March. No, sorry. It's March the 1st. It should be out March the 1st or later on. All right. So thanks a lot. Thank you. All right. Cool. And we'll see you guys and see you listeners another time. See See you guys.